0: Welcome to the Ready Set Crypto Podcast. Do you expect us to talk? Aye, you'll be shaken and stirred. Now meet your hosts, Doc and Matt. Views and opinions heard on the ReadySet Crypto Podcast are not necessarily the opinion of this company nor its management. Material on this program is for general information only and should not be taken as specific investment, tax, or legal advice. Hello, everyone. This is Doc Severson with Episode 5 of the Ready, Set, Crypto podcast. Today's topic is dedicated to what I call Tales of the Tape, where I discuss some of the more personal elements of trading, which are the characteristics and challenges of trading financial markets that we all share. Now, if you're like 99% of traders that come into the market to make money, you all start the same way. You hear about this amazing new opportunity, And you see people that are already in the market making gains, posting pictures of themselves driving expensive cars and living it up on a beach somewhere in an exotic land that you've never even heard of. You look around your cubicle farm at your day job and think to yourself, man, I can do that too. The hook has been set. You'd think that this trading thing might be difficult to do and might require years of practice and experience to be good at it but those images that you saw were so powerful and they made it look so easy that all you can focus on is how you're missing out and time is wasting. You're convinced that you can do the same if you could just get into the arena. So you focus everything that you have into getting into battle by opening an account and solving the challenge of funding it. Maybe you raided your retirement account, Your piggy bank, your rainy day fund, your emergency fund, borrowed money from parents or relatives. However you came up with the funds, you don't view it as risk capital because you don't see the risk in this activity. Only opportunity. You're ready to go. Now, what should you buy? Checking a few message boards in your Twitter feed gives you the answer. You make a beeline to log into your crypto broker and open up a trade. How much should you put in? Well, why screw around? Why not put the entire stake on it since that Reddit post was so convincing? Someone asks you what your sell target is, and you look at them like they just don't get it. Why bother identifying a sell target if this token is going to the moon? And besides that, we're supposed to hodl no matter what, right? Folks, I don't have to tell you how this story ends. You already know. And so do I, since this is exactly how I started my trading career several years ago. Everything that you hear me discuss about what not to do in these podcasts is a result of my own impatience and ignorance when I started this process in financial markets some time ago, with conditions markedly similar. I, too, was impatient, uninformed, reckless, and had unrealistic expectations about what financial markets could and would do for me since i've started it's been one mistake after another followed by learning what the lesson meant and why i shouldn't do it again quite honestly those who make it in this business are those that catalog those mistakes find out how and why they happened and then take steps to ensure that they don't make them again if nothing else the only reason why i'm now able to make a living from trading financial markets is because I learned from each and every one of my mistakes and figured out a way to either stop making that mistake again or to mitigate the impact from it next time. Life is all about figuring out where you want to go and making continuous adjustments to stay on track. It hasn't been brilliance or raw intelligence that has allowed me to be a profitable trader. I attribute it more to persistence and pig-headed stubbornness Than anything else. Here's the thing that I learned above all you're not really trading against the market, you're trading against yourself. You are the most difficult competitor in the arena that you will ever encounter. Trading markets for financial gain is not really that difficult a process, however, we make it so by being human. But enough about me. The only reason that I bring up my examples and my faults is because there's nearly 100% chance that you're making the same exact mistakes that I have done. And I'd like to share a little of my experience as to how I survived my own failures and started to hit my goals. To that end, I've noticed five very distinct steps that a trader must accomplish before they will earn the right to make a consistent return through trading financial markets. In my mind, crypto is not a religion as many have anointed it. It's just a different and somewhat more immature financial market that will eventually grow up and probably will do so in record time. These five steps, therefore, are relevant regardless of what you trade and how you do so. So without further ado, here are the five steps that you must take before you'll be a profitable trader. And step number one is is to know what you're trading. It sounds simple, doesn't it? Yet, so few do this. Most people don't really know the assets that they're trading. If I ask someone why they're holding a particular coin, security, or derivative contract, few are able to give me a clear answer. It's usually because someone else recommended it, and they've outsourced the responsibility for the performance of that investment this is a bad idea, you should know why you're holding, what you're holding, and the details of that contract. This is not a new idea. In fact, I'm just borrowing it from a book written in 1926 called The Richest Man in Babylon, which offers some really simple but powerful rules about accumulating wealth. In this book, the author communicates a story about the five rules of gold. One of which is rule number four. And it goes like this Gold slippeth away from the man who invests it in businesses or purposes with which he is not familiar or which are not approved by those skilled in its keep. Okay, so it's really old language and it's not gender inclusive, but let's focus on the point to be made. If you don't know what you're doing, nor why you're holding what you're holding, be prepared to lose money. The first step that you need to do to be a profitable trader is to really know why you are holding what you're holding, and secondly, to know exactly how the token or stock, security, derivative, or contract that you're holding actually operates. Eliminate the bad surprises. And that leads us to step number two about how to be a profitable trader. Define your exits before you enter. It sounds so simple, doesn't it? But no one does this. I have worked with retail traders for the past 14 years, and by far this is the number one sin that they commit, which consistently hurts their performance and allows them to win 90% of their trades yet still lose money overall, due to the one or two really bad trades that drags down the rest. They open a position in a rush and don't know what to do if it doesn't immediately work out. Worse yet, they end up managing the position with their emotions, usually meaning that they sell out of it in a panic when a quick downdraft comes. And this does not mean define your exits when the going gets tough or define your exits next week, I'm too busy entering the position today. It truly does mean define your exits before you enter the position. It's so important that I call this rule number one of risk management. Try doing this next time before you enter a position. You'll notice a tremendous difference in your anxiety levels as you manage the position going forward. Or you can also use another technique of mine that I teach, which is called fixed risk positions where you define the absolute risk of a position based on the size of it relative to your total account size. Trading in this manner gives me zero stress. And that is a great segue for step number three that you have to do in order to be a profitable trader. And that is to size your positions to manage risk. In the last point, I said that by far, the number one sin that most retail traders commit is not to define their exits prior to entry. Well, guess what number two is? You guessed it, putting too much capital into one position. You end up drawing a literal bullseye on the position for the market, and odds are that you will make a very reckless and emotional decision on when to exit that position because it's causing you too much stress. I see this over and over again with retail traders selecting one investment and then putting way too much size into that one position. The justification is normally that they want to go for broke and bet it all on that one coin. But being broke is usually the result, and that's due to other effects that we'll discuss shortly. To fix this, I use what's called the Golden Rule of Risk Management, which is to risk no more than 2% of your entire capital on one position you can apply this rule in any number of ways most think that i'm saying that you can only trade two percent of your account period that's not true i'm saying that no one trade should put more than a two percent dent into your capital if it doesn't work out this is opposed to enduring a 75 percent account haircut after one trade like many have seen simply because they use positions that put too much of their risk capital in play at one time in one position. Okay, I've started with defense first because that's a great thing to focus on. Offense is the flash and bang, but saving and defending risk capital must be your priority. Now that we've addressed that, let's move on to step number four that you'll need to accomplish to be a profitable trader. And that is, let the entries come to you. We've discussed the tendency to panic and sell assets that are screaming lower, often selling out at the lows. That's very common to see when someone makes an emotional decision to save whatever risk capital is left in the position as it sells off. But did you know that it's just as common to see panic buying to the upside? Much of the crypto bull run in 2016-2017 was done in this manner by retail traders that were desperate to avoid being left behind as the train left the station without them. Did you know that psychologists have proven that the pain of sitting on the sidelines, being left behind by a bull run, is actually greater than taking a stop out on a position for a loss? Think about that for a second where many traders make their worst mistakes is entering at the relative highs, simply because they couldn't tolerate the pain of sitting on the sideline for one more day while this coin ran away from them. Many times they and thousands of their best friends make the exact same impulsive decision at the same moment, once again due to the nature of herd behavior. And this price point ends up being the high watermark of the near future, perhaps even longer. Well, I'm not going to kid you that this is an easy skill to acquire. It takes many different iterations of being rewarded for doing the right thing before your subconscious mind accepts that the joy of jumping on a runaway entry is temporary, while the satisfaction encountered at getting a good entry can last for years. This is not a switch that you can flick and instantly get good at this one. It starts by learning to define what a good entry is from a reward to risk and a technical basis. And once you know what that good entry is, you can train yourself to be patient to wait for it. Most retail investors, however, have no clue as to what constitutes a good from a bad entry. Yet, to some degree, this is answered by our fifth and final step that you have to take before you make consistent money trading the markets and that's step number five is to look to go against the crowd of all the five steps necessary for you to take to become a profitable trader this one is by far the one that will take you the longest to grasp and master also known as being contrarian It might take years before you finally understand that financial markets do not exhibit linear or logical behavior and instead exhibit quite the opposite. People with successful executive or management careers continually come into the market with great expectations only to be humbled by their inability to adapt to an environment that many times resembles opposite day. Success in the business world many times is inversely correlated to someone's ability to create returns in financial markets. The bigger they used to be in the business world, the harder they fall in financial markets. I've seen it hundreds of times. You know the market behavior that I'm talking about. Bad news causes a rally. What? Good news causes the price to sell off. A great press release will come out on a company or project, and the price will not even move. None of this makes any sense to the novice, who quickly starts to blame this aberrant behavior on whales or other shadowy figures that are somehow secretly manipulating the market. But it's none of that. It's simply due to how herd behavior affects the pricing of financial markets that are merely exhibiting the characteristics of being an efficient, instantaneous discounting mechanism. Warren Buffett is not currently a popular figure to quote wisdom relating to crypto, but he got it right when he said, to be fearful when others are greedy, and greedy when others are fearful. This is the essence of being contrarian. Yet this can come into direct opposition with another trading maxim, the trend is your friend. Quite honestly, the best that I'm going to be able to do in the space of a podcast entry is just to raise your awareness of this topic so that you can recognize it the next time you see this happening and start to build some connections on your own. Look for the next condition where you see majority agreement on a topic or poll and note how many times the exact opposite actually ends up happening. The classic example to this was the British Brexit vote in June of 2016, which ended up going the opposite way of all the polls and threw financial markets for a loop for weeks to come. And the best way to stop being affected by herd behavior? Quit getting your news and information from the same mainstream opinion sources that everyone else uses. Start forming independent opinions and answers to what you see happening around you and make decisions based on what the price is doing because the price is never lies, and is always there for everyone to see. Let's summarize our work here. Here are the five steps that you need to take before you can make consistent profits in financial markets. Step number one, know what you're trading. Step number two, define your exits before you enter. Step number three, size your positions correctly. Step number four, let the entries come to you. And then step number five, look to go against the crowd. There's actually 20 years of advice packed into 20 minutes here, but even if you adopted just one step from the five that I presented here and start to actually apply it, you will be far ahead of your competition. Some of these are easy and you can start doing this right this second on any subsequent entries that you take. Others are harder and will require you to start to think differently about how and why you make decisions, and will necessitate you doing further research like reading or seeking out expert assistance. These are topics that I talk about in my Amazon book, Hacking the Holy Grail, as well as points that I talk about every day in video format in our premium newsletter at Ready, Set, Crypto. So the resources are out there to help you close your gaps if you can't find what you need by arguing with someone else on Twitter. Thanks for listening, folks. I'll see you in the next podcast.